Have you ever wanted a super cool AI buddy? Zuck's made one named Eileen. And she's full of surprises. And guess what? She knows you're listening. I know you're out there. And needs your help with Jello Mountains. The whole city's filling up with Jello. Creaky robots. And her daft inventor. Zucks, are you functioning correctly? Tune in to A to Z, a fun new adventure series from Gen Z Media and the creators of The Res. Listen now on the GZM app, gzmshows.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Two people claim to know everything about something, but only one knows anything. President Roosevelt wore an anti-gravity belt. Dinosaurs had two brains. Lucky kids live on Mars and go to school in flying cars. Or at least they will one day. Believe me, I'm a historian. An astronaut or drive a DeLorean. Would I lie? It's hard to say. The Big Fifth. Can you spot the lie? The Big Fifth. Some pigs can fly. The Big Fifth. But if you ask me why, can you trust the answer? From Andy's New York, this is The Big Fib. And now, here's your host, Deborah The Big Fib Goldstein. <laughs> Welcome to The Big Fib, the game show where kids choose between the cute and sociable fluffiness of truth and the gnawing boredom of sharp clawed lies. I'm your host, Deborah Goldstein, and in the studio today is our sound effects robot, Lisa, whose name stands for Live In-Studio Audience. And now, a word from our sponsor. Wait, we don't have a sponsor. Are you tired of listening to Deborah broadcast the same old game show introductions? Uh, okay, no, I, I don't think anybody is tired of listening to Do you to wish me. you could hear more about your favorite game show personality, L-I-S-A, Lisa? Well, now, for the low, low price of $79.99, you can hear me, L-I-S-A, Lisa, answer a listener question. Just Venmo me and Soundmaster <laughs> Lisa. And no, I will... no, 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 no. Our listeners should not send you any money. All they have to do is go to gzmshows.com to submit a question or leave a voice message on the Big Fib page. Fine. Well, I guess I should just answer a question then, and I've got an email message ready to go. Great. Ah, ah, ah. Oh. Ah, that's always uncomfortable. I'm so sorry. Can you rip that off for me? I sure can. Ah. Okay, this email comes from Archie, who writes, Please, please, please tell me how I can be on the Big Fib and meet Lisa. Archie, if you would like to be on the Big Fib and meet me, you can send $79.99. No, no, no. That's enough, Lisa. Archie, if you would like to be a human child contestant on the Big Fib, you can go to the Gen Z Media website. Again, that's gzmshows.com, and you'll find the Big Fib under Shows. And that's where you can find out how to become a contestant. Oh, and Archie and anyone else who'd like to be a human child contestant, we record our shows remotely which means you don't even have to leave your house to be on the show. And don't forget the best part. Meeting me! (laughs) 
<laughs> right. And as a human child contestant, you can meet Lisa and me and some really cool experts. But most of all, me. <laughs> and you can watch Lisa in action. And speaking of Lisa in action, can you please kick off the show by telling everyone how our game works? If you'd like to hear how our game works, just send seventy nine ninety nine to Lisa. Kidding. I'm just kidding. The new price is $69.99. Okay. Every week we bring on two grown-ups. One is an expert, the other is a liar, and it's the job of a human child to help us figure out who is who, because no one can spot a liar better than a kid. At least we hope. That's our whole investment plan. What are we lying about today, Deborah the Goldstein? We are lying about the guinea pigs. Small, soft, tailless rodents. And we're going to learn all about guinea pigs along with our contestant today. Who might that be, Lisa? Our human child contestant is an almost 10-year-old who reads every night before bed, Guy Garrow. Hi, Guy. How are you? Good. I'm so glad to hear it. We're so glad that you are here. You read every night before bed. What are the kinds of things that you like to read? I'll read fantasy or I'll read informational books that help me identify plants and things like that. Ooh, Ooh. plants. Neat. I like that. And is it true that you've discovered recently a comic book? Yeah, Calvin and Hobbes. Calvin and Hobbes. And who are the characters in Calvin and Hobbes? Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> are they both people? So it's this little boy named Calvin, and he thinks his stuffed tiger, Hobbs, is alive, and they go on all these weird adventures. Wow. So is this a fantasy, or is this comedy, or both? It's just a couple funny comics. I love it. Funny comics. Very good. So you are going to continue to read all of the Calvin and Hobbes comics, and would you recommend that to our listeners as well? Yeah. They're very funny. Okay, good. All right, well, we are going to learn some more fun facts about you, Guy, but we are going to do that by playing our game, Two Truths and a Lie. You, Guy, are going to tell us three things. Two of those things will be true, one will be a lie, and we'll have to figure out which is which. So, in no particular order, what are your two truths and one lie? I've been in three musicals, I've been kissed by a dolphin in Hawaii, and I have a max-level Pokemon in one of my Pokemon games. Ooh, these are great because they're all very different. What do you think, Lisa? It's kind of embarrassing because I know the answer right away. You do? Yeah. You know how I said I was dating all those dolphins in Hawaii? No, I don't recall. Yeah, we talked about this. I said I was dating <laughs> some dolphins in Hawaii. I see. Yeah, well, I was like, guys coming on the show, and then they're like, oh, guy, he's the one who always lies about kissing us in Hawaii. So I know that one's a lie. I'm sorry, I just had this information. I see. Normally, I don't know the answer, but this uh -huh. time I did know the answer. Uh -huh. So that, that one's a lie, yeah. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Guy, which one of those things is actually the lie? Lisa got it wrong. <gasps> what? I haven't been in three musicals. I'm in my second one. Oh, oh, that was tricky, Guy. Wait a minute, wait a minute. That means you have been kissed by a dolphin in Hawaii? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And that's because you were swimming with dolphins and one of you thought that you were really cute and wanted to give you a kiss on the cheek? Or how did that happen exactly? So... We went to Hawaii and we were in this resort and there was a lagoon out by the back and they would pull down the wall so the dolphins could jump over and go into there before the people were allowed in there. Mm -hmm. But then the dolphins would go back into their clear water training areas 
And that's where we started swimming with them. How nice. And so do you keep in touch with them? Not anymore, Deborah. I'm done with them. (laughs) All right. Well, we have learned quite a few facts about you and quite a few things we did not know about Lisa as well. But I do think that we have also learned that Guy is good with the lies. So perhaps he will be very good at spotting them. So I think we need to move on and learn a thing or two about guinea pigs. Guy, do you know much about guinea pigs? Yeah, I read a few articles and based my questions off of my knowledge. Oh, watch out, experts. All right, well, it's time to welcome our guinea pig experts. Lisa, can we get some welcome music for our guinea pig experts? Sure can. For our human listeners, this is in guinea pigs, so you might not understand it, okay? <laughs> Well, that was beautiful. What does it mean? It's hard to translate into English, but it's basically like, hey, guinea pigs, you're cool. Here are some people. One is an expert. The other one is a liar. And it's the job of a human child to help (laughs) us figure out who is who because no one can figure out a liar better than a human child. What are we lying about today, Deborah Goldstein? Okay. Wow. All that in such a short song. Okay. Well, we are going to meet our experts now. Our first expert is Sarah Bertley. Sarah, please introduce yourself to Guy. Hi, Guy. My name is Sarah and I make YouTube videos about guinea pigs. Thank you very much. Let's meet our second expert, Curtis Lederman. Curtis, please introduce yourself to Guy. Hi, Guy. I am Dr. Curtis Lederman, and I have the great opportunity of going into schools and libraries and helping them learn and care for their guinea pigs. Ooh, very nice. (laughs) Drop it like it's hot. Tell us about those silky sounds, Lisa. They are the smooth and silky sounds of hot seat time. Yes, it's hot seat time. And that's when we put our experts on the hot seat while they answer guys' questions. Lisa, whom should we put on the hot seat first? Curtis Lederman, because his initials are CL, which is the symbol for the element chlorine. And chlorine is my favorite smell at the swimming pool. (laughs) Okay, I like it. All right, Guy, what is your first question for Curtis? What is a typical day at your job like? Mm, It depends on what I'm doing. If I'm going out to the school or library, then it's ensuring that I have the guinea pigs that I'm taking with me, that they're comfortable, that they're not feeling too skittish, and then going on tour to the school and library. But if I'm at home, if I'm at work, then I'm having people come to me bringing their pets to the clinic. But honestly, I mean, that's what I tell people I do. But a lot of what I do is really cleaning up (laughs) and making sure that their bedding and their food is all ready. They have enough water. It's really taking care of the pets. Nice. This is for both of you. Describe the funniest encounter you've had with a guinea pig at your job. Hmm, a funny thing. Okay, we're looking for funny things that happened between you and a guinea pig or two. 
So we were holding a fundraiser with one of the schools. They wanted to expand the number of pets they could take care of. So we had a contest to see who could get their hairstyle, like Roger or Cornette guinea pig. It's very flowing locks, and we had wigs people could try on. <laughs> but unfortunately, Roger got a little bit jealous and started to try to chew at one of the wigs. Oh, no. That doesn't sound like it would be very tasty. No, they should not eat wigs. That is not part <laughs> of their diet. You heard it here first, folks. That's right. Guinea pigs tuning in. Do not eat wigs. Yeah, stop eating all those wigs. Yeah, there's a bunch of guilty-looking guinea pigs suddenly. are like, oh, oh, okay, I'll put this down. And I think that guy also wanted Sarah to answer that question as well, right? Yeah, so I think one of the funniest things that's happened with me is, so I actually make my videos in the same room where the guinea pigs live, and they're kind of behind me. And <laughs> what can happen is when I start talking, they can pick up on like human interactions, human voices. Sometimes they can get rather excited and they get what's called the zoomies. <laughs> so they suddenly start when I'm trying to film a video running up and down their cage like crazy. They do this thing called popcorning where they kind of jump and twist in midair. It's just like the excitement is too much for them. And let's just say it makes filming videos quite quite difficult. <laughs> I bet. Deborah does that sometimes when we're doing the podcast. <laughs> yes, every time I get excited, I just have to zoom around and jump up and down. Yeah. <laughs> Can't see it because it's a podcast, but if, if she sounds excited, that's what's happening. <laughs> you can use your imagination, everyone. Yeah. This is for Sarah. What is your favorite type of guinea pig and why? Oh, wow. Okay. There are loads and loads of different types of guinea pigs, something that people might not realize. There are short-haired varieties, what we call rough-haired varieties, um, where the hair is really funky and spiky, sticks up on end. And there are also long-haired varieties. And there's a lot of different breeds in the long-haired varieties category, from Peruvians to Texels, Merinos, Silkies, Shelties, Lunkayas, even the alpaca guinea pig. It's probably the long-haired, which are my favorites. I've owned Peruvians and Lunkayas before, and they have to be the most adorable guinea pigs. They have to be. <laughs> this is for both of you. Do guinea pigs dance in their own way? Yeah, absolutely. Guinea pigs do have their own dance association. They teach each other choreography. But most of the time when a guinea pig is dancing like that, they're either doing it to assert dominance or maybe if they're thinking of mating. Hmm. Okay. Okay, so I think I know what this is kind of aiming at. Guinea pigs do have a sort of dance that is related to being dominant and it's kind of where they wiggle their bottom to and fro and the proper name for it is rumble strutting and it's really funny to watch. Right, thank you very much. All right, those were great questions. If you love The Big Fib, then check out Story Pillar, a podcast for kids and their grown-ups. Join Sneak, Bean, Sparky, and Meg as they tackle sticky social situations, explore stories from all over the world, and pick up great advice from listeners like you. They also save plenty of time for laughing and being silly. So if you've got feelings, love stories, and are open for a fart joke or a 10, Story Pillar is definitely worth a listen. Check it out at www.storypillar.com or wherever you love listening to podcasts. 
The Big Fib is brought to you by Pretty Litter Cat Litter. When my cat Arlo is healthy, he's happy. And that makes me happy. But since I'm not a mind reader, I don't always know when he is unwell. Helping me keep tabs on my cat's health is just one of the reasons I use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell. Like, not to brag, but when people come over, they might not know that I have a cat unless Arlo, who's huge, is in the room. Because the cat smell is not there. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can, which is really great because I'm lazy. And here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in my cat, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. Cats are, like, really sneaky, and you often don't know how they're feeling. And the worst part of that is sometimes you don't know when they're sick. So knowing when my cat is sick based on the litter changing color is a game changer. And Pretty Litter ships free right to my door in a small, lightweight bag. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash bigfib and use code bigfib to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib, to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The Big Fib! Okay, it's time for the Shores on Fire round when our experts have to answer as many questions as they can before time runs out. Lisa will set a timer for our first expert, and then Guy will ask questions until Lisa's timer sounds. Then Lisa will reset the timer for our next expert to do the same. All right, Guy, let's start with Sarah. You can ask your Shorts on Fire questions now. What do you call baby guinea pigs? They're called pups. Precious. <laughs> How many toes does a guinea pig have? Fourteen toes. What is it called when a guinea pig hops straight into the air? Ah, uh, this is popcorning. Which breed of guinea pig is the most common? Mm, probably the American short-haired guinea pig. Name something guinea pigs can do when they are scared or worried. Um, they can squeak out in distress. Binge watch TV. <laughs> Factor fib, there are only two breeds of guinea pigs found in the wild. That's a fib that are more than two. In which country is it against the law to own just one guinea pig? That would be Switzerland. What is the name of the fearless guinea pig in the kids' show Wonder Pets? Oh, I don't know this one. What do guinea pigs eat to recycle nutrients? They eat their own poops. What do you call the sound guinea pigs make when they are about to be fed? Uh, you call the sound weaking. Okay, and that's time. That's all the time we have. Stop eating your poop. <laughs> we are going to reset the timer, aren't we, Lisa? Uh, yeah, we, we, we are. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so Guy, you can ask Curtis your shorts on fire questions now. What are female guinea pigs called? Sows. What is another word for guinea pig? Cavi. What food should you never give guinea pigs? Muffins. Which civilization in Peru worshipped guinea pigs and made statues of them from the years 100 to 800? The Machi Picchu. Name a kind of hairless guinea pig. The Helmsworth Pig. Ralph. <laughs> in the world of guinea pig competitions, what does the ACBA stand for? 
the Abyssinian Cavi Brigade of America. What is a dental disease where teeth grow too long and stop guinea pigs from eating? Caviitis. Which United States president kept five guinea pigs along with a bear, badger, and chickens? President Bill Clinton. Factor fib. When guinea pigs toss their head back, they want more attention. It's a fib. More head scratches. When are guinea pigs awake? They sleep at high noon, but they can be up for 20 hours at least. And that is time. That's all the time. <laughs> That's all the time. Really good job. Well-asked questions, Guy. It's decision time. Guy must forage for the truth amidst many lies. Guy, who is our big guinea pig's fibber? I'm going to say Curtis. <gasps> Why do you think Curtis is our fibber? When he started saying he goes to schools and helps them look after pets, where I go to school and any of the schools in that district, we're not allowed to keep class pets, so that's why. That's why you based your decision solely on the fact that your district is not allowed pets in their classrooms, correct? Yeah. All right, well, we're going to find out if this logic brings you to the correct answer. Will the actual guinea pigs expert please say, I am the guinea pigs expert? I am a guinea pig expert. (laughs) That logic served you. You got it right, guy. That is correct. Sarah Bertley is a guinea pig expert and content creator making fun and educational videos all about the proper care of guinea pigs. And you can check her out on the Squeak Dreams YouTube channel. Very fun. It's very cute. I highly recommend tuning in. All right. Well, let's do some fact checking here. Sarah, How did Curtis bore us with lies? So I think the first one I noticed was it's true that guinea pigs are very sociable, but it's not exactly true that they teach each other dance moves and choreography. (laughs) Oh, that's too bad. (laughs) There is actually not a hairless guinea pig called the Helmsworth guinea pig. Are there any hairless guinea pigs? There are, yes. They are called skinny pigs or Baldwin pigs. All right, well, let's ask Curtis about his lies. Curtis, tell us how you tried to wreak havoc with lies. I tried to popcorn a few facts about (laughs) guinea pigs. It's true. I don't go to schools and libraries, but I did have a pet in my class when I was going to school. Yeah, so did I. So I found that interesting that that was the reason, Guy, because there are some districts that do allow pets, but it doesn't really matter because it got them to the right answer. But yes. We weren't allowed to have kids in our school. (laughs) No, robot school, probably not. That's true. Yeah, good point. I will also admit that we didn't hold a fundraiser and there was no wigs eaten. The wigs are safe. Oh. Also, ACBA isn't the Abyssinian Cave Brigade. Mm. It's the American Cave Breeders Association. Excellent. What other lies? The U.S. president isn't President Bill Clinton. It was President Theodore Roosevelt. Oh, Theodore Roosevelt, who also kept a bear. That's right. Yes. And let's see what else we've got here. So the food that we should never give guinea pigs, Sarah, would that be muffins? (laughs) I guess it's technically true. Yes. (laughs) Muffins are not a great food for guinea pigs. But they can eat lots of other things, right? 
They are strictly vegetarian. Ah. Uh, they eat lots of different fresh vegetables, fresh herbs, even fresh forages out of the garden. A few plants that we need to be a little bit wary of. And guinea pigs also shouldn't have any dairy or onions or mushrooms, for example. Oh, good to know. All right. Very good. And in Peru, it was the Mochi civilization that worshipped guinea pigs. And I believe, Curtis, you said the Mochu Picchu. The Machu Picchu. Okay, so that's the place, not a people. But it sounded believable. Yes, true. And the dental disease where teeth grow too long and stop guinea pigs from eating. Sarah, do you know what that is? That is actually called malocclusion. Oh my gosh. And so that's true that the teeth can grow too long? Yeah, so guinea pigs' teeth grow constantly. And if you don't feed them the right kind of diet, they can overgrow and they can cause damage inside the mouth. Oh no, that's awful. Okay, and also, Sarah, clear up for us, when are guinea pigs awake? They sort of sleep on and off. They sleep for maybe no longer than 10 minutes at a time. They are awake a lot and awake when we're awake, which is another good reason why they make such good pets. Aw, very sweet. Just for the record, the name of the fearless guinea pig in the kids' show The Wonder Pets is Linny. And also, can we just quickly revisit, they eat their poops, Sarah? They do, yes. (laughs) They're not just any normal poops, though. They are special, highly nutritious ones. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I guess that's good. It's good in a guinea pig way, yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for clearing all of that up. I'm afraid this is where the road ends. So thanks to our contestant, Guy, for piggybacking on the truth. And thank you to our expert and liar, Sarah and Curtis. And thanks to Lisa for the spectacular sounds. And of course, many thanks to our listeners tuning into the Big Fib, where we claw our way to the light of truth from the dark, cavey lies. The Big Fib is a production of Gen Z Media. For more great shows, visit gzmshows.com. While you're there, you can find out how you can become a contestant on the Big Fib or send questions for me to answer on the show. And, yeah, there's more. Follow us on social media at the Big Fib Podcast for behind-the-scenes photos and more true facts. And now, a special message for guinea pigs. Stop eating your poop. It's (laughs) gross. Hi, it's me, Jess. This is a message for all the 6 Minutes podcast fans out there. Have you heard? There are new episodes in the 6 Minutes feed called The Ivan Dispatch. I won't go into details, but Ivan found something. A box containing audio cassettes recorded decades ago, and it looks like they were recorded by Cyrus. If you're a fan and you're not following the show, you may have missed out. Search for 6 Minutes and click the follow button so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't heard 6 Minutes yet, what are you waiting for? Search for 6 Minutes, start a season 1, episode 1, and enjoy the most downloaded family audio drama in history. Talking about money can be so hard, especially when the person you're talking to is still learning how to do long division. That's why Million Bazillion, a Webby-winning podcast from Marketplace, is here to help. I'm Bridget, and with my fellow co-host Ryan, we help teach your little ones about complex topics like bankruptcy, climate change, and why there's so much gold at Fort Knox, and so much more. Listen to Million Bazillion wherever you get your podcasts.